1: your beauty is out. Folks, welcome back to the iHealth channel, the Fit and Fab channel, and iHealth Radio with your host, Hurricane Age. New day, new show, new topic. And I'm excited about today. Specifically, it's, uh, it's going to sound fun. I'm always excited about all the shows and all the guests and all the topics. But today is going to be a fun show for a reason, because it's a it's a sport that I discovered personally. And, uh, you know, I just kind of I'm learning about it and I'd like to share that with you. And I have someone who's an advocate, someone that really is out there promoting this sport. And it's a it's a good activity. And we're talking about fitness. This is the Fitness Fab channel primarily. And one of the key things in fitness is that you want to diversify. And there's different styles and different forms as in methods, as I had stated in in previous shows and uh, every to each his own, as we say, this could be something for everyone. (laughs) This could be something that, you know, anyone can actually practice. Uh, And I think, you know, and we'll learn more about it today, that it will be fun for family, for uh, work uh, and, and, and many things. So, so I'll leave it at that. So, so I have with me today, Lynn, Cherry, and and she's going to talk to us about pickleball. Now, I have literally discovered this a few months back as a concept. I still don't know much about it. Lynn, welcome to the show. And thank you for actually giving us the opportunity to learn about pickleball.
0: It is absolutely great to be on the show today. Thank you for inviting me.
1: My pleasure. Like I said, I'm excited. I want to learn and I I do want to stop playing. I mean, it's a little cold outside. So that's, that's going to be a question for whether it's outside, indoors, outdoors and all that. And we'll talk about that. But, but so, so first things first, you are an adamant advocate. You're literally all over pickleball and you have your own podcast and you do this to make sure that this people are, there's awareness about it. But you and I, we had just a brief discussion. And I just discovered that this is nothing new. It's been in existence since 1965. Right? Is that what you said?
0: Yes, it's really crazy. The game was actually invented in 1965 on Bainbridge Island. But really, all of a sudden, I would say the last three, four years, the game has just exploded. And there's probably right now, four or 5 million people who Play the game, so it's it's significant, and it's actually the fastest growing sport in America.
1: Well, that's actually the title of the episode. is like you know, let's discover this fast sport that is going viral in the U.S. And hopefully, after this show, when you know, after your podcast, it'll be all over. You know, Canada and and the rest of the world. I mean, people pick pick those up quick, and if it's available inside accessible, and easy to to actually operate, I think there's going to find a nice little niche everywhere in the world. So so let's define what pickleball is.
0: You know, pickleball is a game that combines a bunch of different sports. There's a part that's kind of like tennis part that's like badminton part that's like ping pong. And so it's a game which is played with something that's very similar to a wiffle ball and you use a paddle rather than a racket. So there's no, there's no strings, it's just kind of a, it's really a lightweight paddle with a solid surface. Paddle weighs about eight ounces. You know, you're hitting a wiffle ball and it's played on a court, which is probably about half the size of a tennis court. So it's about 20 by 44 feet, which is exactly the same size as a badminton court, pretty close to the size of a racquetball court. And I would say most people who play the game actually play doubles because it is a very, very social sport. So it's, um, you know, it's an amazing game. There's, you know, some rules and stuff we can talk about later on, but that's probably a pretty good introduction at this point. Well,
1: thank you. I mean, I, I I can just visualize it, and and I did actually take a quick look earlier, and just to see what it looks like. And you're right. I mean, it's a combo of all of the above. I mean, it it is looks like a tennis with a racket ball, and it's all mixed in with 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 the lighter, you know, I guess racket smaller rackets, and uh, you know, what well, they're not rackets really, like you said, paddles. And the the ball is different. It's light, and uh, so it's it's a unique. But I think the concept is similar, right? you're playing as teams you got two sides of the court and 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 you work together and you compete and but you're right when you do teams it's 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 definitely a great thing for family fun and it can definitely be good for let's say uh team building you know exercises definitely great for fitness because uh now that's going to lead me to the question like i mean what does a game look like i mean is it is it a different sets just like in tennis Uh, I mean, what's the time frame? How long does each game, for example, play? Or is there a scoring system to it? How does that work?
0: Yes, there is a scoring system to it. You play games to 11 points and you only score points when you serve. So that is a little bit different than tennis. And then in in terms of the game, you know, a, a game can last actually five minutes. It could last 20 minutes. Interestingly enough, the more skilled you become, the longer the game lasts. And the reason for that is that pickleball is really very much about placement and accuracy and less so about power. So whereas tennis is a very much a power game, there's really much more precision and strategy in pickleball. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times when the ball moves very, very fast because a lot of the game is played near the net. There's an area which is about seven feet, which is seven feet from the net on both sides of the court. And it's called the kitchen. Probably that's one of the first things you'll hear about uh, in pickleball is the kitchen. And the idea is that you cannot volley the ball or hit it in the air if you're standing in the kitchen. So the reason for that rule is it's actually an equalizer. And it came from the inventors of the game because they were playing with kids and adults. And I guess one of the adults was very tall. And so they did not want them to have an advantage at the net. So that's why they kind of created the kitchen liner, that non-volley zone really to equal the playing field. And that's another reason why I think the game is so popular is that you can play and have fun on the same court for if you've got you know, teenagers, or if you've got 70 year olds, it's a very much an intergenerational sport and, um, you, you can definitely enjoy it. And like I said, there's, there's, you know, times when it does move very fast, but there's also times where you can kind of slow things down. So it's, it's a great strategy game. It's, it's much more like playing chess, you know, whereas something like tennis is probably a little bit more like checkers.
1: I like that. That's a good analogy. But so 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 it's funny that you you talked about kitchen and then pick a bowl. So what's up with the name? I mean, it sounds like we're in a deli.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, absolutely. Now there's really a couple different stories about how the sport got its name, but I think the one that you know everybody really believes is the inventors of the game were three different families. I think they got together for, you know, Labor Day or Memorial Day. And one of you know, once I got to the point where they kind of invented the game, I guess they had a dog and the dog loved to go chase after the, the, the wiffle ball, we'll call it and, you know, run off with it. And apparently the dog's name was Pickles. So hence the name pickleball.
1: <laughs> well you know i have to say the timing was perfect your dog just walked exactly as you mentioned dog <laughs> <laughs> i
0: was I, wondering what you were looking at <laughs> i know i'm like well
1: that's like you did we didn't rehearse this one i mean that had to happen i mean it's amazing <laughs> obviously for the radio they're not gonna get it but i mean for visual we'll be like you just mentioned dog and then he, is that pickle <laughs> 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 oh that's fun. Well, so 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 I, that's that's a pretty cool you know story. I mean, yeah, and you're right. Now that that you placed it there, it kind of makes sense. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, but but it's an interesting because you're right. I mean, tennis is is a very powerful game, and uh, you know, I mean, sets can go forever, and uh, you know, you can do doubles, you can you know, do teams, and so on and so forth. Uh, but it's uh, an intense game, right? This one is it can be just as intense, and but it can be also light you know practice like light fun but you can really do some real workout with it for fitness purposes it can fit all ages uh you don't have to be you know very fit to do this uh your cardio definitely is going to be there (laughs) you'll be moving a lot so it it, not only it's fun but it's also really good for you and i mean i'm just just picturing the whole game right now and i have not seen one and i do have questions about the court because you did mention the court uh, you know, the size of it and stuff. And uh, one thing that probably people will be wondering right now, what, where are they available? You know, I mean, are they everywhere? Are they, you know, in specific places? Are they in some, you know, uh, are they our schoolyards and things like that? Something of that nature is probably going to be a big question for people that are not familiar with it. Uh, so, so where do we play this?
0: It's really interesting. Nowadays, pickleball is literally played everywhere. You can go to your local park. And in some cases, the local park will have, pick a tennis court and then they'll draw lines on it for pickleball. But then there's also dedicated courts nowadays, which is just purely pickleball. Um, many, many schools now have it, um, you know, and again, they, they are probably in the school setting, just really lining the pickleball court with, with the lines that make sense for it. But then you can also go to the YMCA just about anywhere nowadays that has a gym where they play basketball. They will have lines on the court where so you can play pickleball. And you know, you've got portable nets. So it's really, really easy to set up. And interestingly enough, you know, if you live in the northeast like we do, you can certainly go to the indoor tennis centers. I, I can't imagine that there's, especially in the northeast, a tennis center that does not have pickleball also now. But in some parts of the country, they have restaurants very large restaurants that they combine with pickleball courts so for example there is a franchise called chicken and pickle which is you know in kansas and in texas in a a lot of different states now and they have these large facilities with a a wonderful restaurant and then pickleball courts which are both inside and outside so you know even (laughs) somewhere like texas you figure it gets really hot during the summer so they have the indoor courts, but then most of the year, you can play on the outdoor courts, even in the winter. So I mean, pickleball is literally everywhere.
1: Well, well thank you for that cover. First of all, I, I love this, this, this restaurant business concept, you know, you get to work out, you know, uh, you know, not only get a fit, you know, and get sweaty and get all excited, but then you build up a nice appetite and you here you go. <laughs> and vice versa, if you ate and you want to just digest, you know, maybe you get hit the court. I mean, it's a good concept. you know, it's, it's fun. Uh, but but you you know, you're right. I mean, I might have seen some of the lines, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I just may not have paid attention to them because you're right. Sometimes you see a lot of things on the, on the, like in some of these courses, there's uh, basketball, there is, you know, sometimes volleyball stuff, and you don't even know, you just, you, you play and that's it. Um, but I mean, I, I didn't realize that th- there was enough of them, you know, available all over the place. And I didn't even comprehend the concept until you just, you, you really Uh, visualize it right now. You give us a nice little picture of what it looks like. And so people are listening, watching like, oh, damn, that's what it was. You know what? Maybe that's what it is for real. And and now I'm going to start looking for that everywhere. I mean, because I have in my area, there's there's tennis courts, there is different, you know, uh, playgrounds, you know, there's a high school and they have the whole, you know, different courts in the back. So I'm going to have to go and check it out and ask my kids to see, hey, do you guys do this because my kids have not told, told me about it at all. They, there's no mention of it, but but you never know. And, and you're right. Maybe we can have an introduction to the school system locally here. So We'll see.
0: <laughs> right. And that's a good point is in in the schools. Now, pickleball is starting to be introduced into many of the schools apparently in Washington and Oregon. So closer to where the sport was invented. They do teach pickleball in school. Now, I know in Florida, there's, um, they're starting to teach pickleball in school. And I know there's also some areas in New York, but I think probably more up around Buffalo, where they teach pickleball in school. So it it, right now, it kind of depends on where you are in the country. And I know I had not heard of pickleball, when I moved to Connecticut. So I moved to Connecticut, about three and a half years ago when I had lived in Texas for 25 years. And then before that, I had lived in California and I never heard of pickleball till I came to Connecticut. And I thought, well, what am I going to do during the winter? Because I've always been really active. So that's when I looked at the local recreation center and I saw something called pickleball. And it's like, you know, living in Texas that it, it was non-existent when I first, when I, when I moved, to be honest. But, um, you know, as it turns out now, three and a half years later, Pickleball is, it's exploded everywhere, but especially in Texas, it is absolutely amazing. The number of people playing, the number of facilities they're building, you know, if you think about Texas, there's a lot of land. So there's a lot of the big restaurants going in there with Pickleball and just, you know, dedicated facilities too. It's, it's just amazing.
1: Wow. Wow. Again, you know, like like you said, you you didn't see it before. Three years later, it's all over. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure now. Now that I'm now that we know about it, <laughs> you know how you, you you think of something, you start seeing everywhere. Now all of a sudden, I'm interested. Like everywhere I'm gonna go, I wanna find a game. Wanna see a, a court and see people going for it. So it's gonna be interesting. But but you're right. Like I don't think in our school system, at least in, the, in Central Jersey, uh, that I've seen any of those activities or I heard of them. I know, like I said, one of the, the guests on the previous show, he mentioned something, maybe about 25 minutes, literally for me, that there is there was some sort of a court, <laughs> you know, and that was like my first introduction to the, the concept of this. Now, it is growing. Why do you think it is growing? I mean, obviously, there's, there's a factor of fun, there's a factor of fitness, uh, ease, uh, multi-generational, you know, concept. So is that what the, the drive behind the actual, uh, I guess, becoming hot as a game?
0: You're right. You know, I I think it's all of the above. I think even though the game was invented in 1965, interestingly enough, the people that were attracted to pickleball were definitely in that I would say 55 and over age group was became very popular in Florida, largely because it's it's a game that's super fun, but it's also much easier on your body because the, the ball's light, The court's smaller, the paddle's light, and, you know, you've got people who literally play into their 90s. So you kind of couple that with the fact that now, you know, the young people are really starting to get into pickleball. There's two professional tours, you know, where you've got the young guns and their late teens and early 20s and, you know, the sports being broadcast on uh, ESPN, CBS Sports Network. And I I think kind of you combine all that with the fact that, you know, grandma can play with the grandkids and everybody can have fun. And so, and it's, you know, pickleball is one of those things, which is so much fun that, you know, how people, you know, if they, a lot of people don't really like to go to the gym, they don't like to run, they don't like to ride their bike. But what happens when in pickleball is that you know, you'll play for a couple hours, you won't even think about it being two hours. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I, I got to go. And then your friends will say, oh, yeah, yeah, no, just stay for one more. And then five or six games later, so probably an hour later, you're still there, you know, and that's a very unusual situation for, you know, for exercise. And, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily like to to do that. But I'll tell you, if you try, I, I honestly have not ever heard of anybody who started to play pickleball and then actually quit, interestingly enough. <laughs>
1: well, I, I, I get the picture. I mean, that's like ping pong when you, you, you know, you're you playing, you don't want to finish. You just keep playing. Right. Uh, and it, it does get intense over time. But but you're right. It's because it's fun. Because it's light and you know you're enjoying it, you're not feeling the brunt of it, and therefore you can keep going until your body says no more. I mean, I'm you know you're tired, <laughs> but you know, but you're right. It's the age group I think in here. Uh, it's it's pretty much for everyone, and you can do at your own pace and your own intensity. And uh, I'm pretty sure this is going to be a recommended you know concept, even with doctors and physicians when they recommend some sort of a uh, cardio type of exercise, something that is low intensity, but also can be uh, easier, especially with a family environment. I think that would be something that probably be recommended. Again, I haven't seen doctors, you know, uh, talking about this in terms of the fitness and part of it, but that's what we're doing here. We're sharing it so people can eventually see the value of this particular game and, and promote it as much. And, and And really, listen, at the end of the day, uh, again, as I started early on, fitness is a lot of things. I mean, you can be you know, tense, you can do some crazy stuff and you can do some light stuff. But the main thing in health is that you want to be active and, 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 and you want to work some cardio, you want to some movement, some muscle, all the stuff, all your joints have to be good. That's good for all your ages and for all your you know, uh, activities out there. It could be a good thing and so so this is definitely something that's going to be next generation you know fun uh, and this reminds me I mean it's it's a little off but uh, when you remember the Wii game, you know, when they had those tennis things <laughs> and people got excited, you see them in senior center, you see them all over the place and have these screens and people, uh, this is just uh, a diff that's more digital computer, like, you know, like gaming, but it's more active gaming. This is actually just old school fashion sport that is combining different, you know, styles. And it's just for everyone. It's like being, you know, with your family picnic and you can have a nice little good time on, on a park. And I'm, I'm sure parks are going to pick this up quick. If they haven't done, I mean, you'll you'll probably soon you'll have you have a basketball court, you have a tennis court, you have, you know, baseball, you know, uh, and next thing you have something, you know, for for pickleball. So that's a big deal. Now, uh, do we like you mentioned something about tournaments or like tours? Right. Um, is Is that what you're referring to?
0: Yeah, the interesting thing about the game is that if you want to play competitively, you can if you want to play socially, you can it is amazing there's you know hundreds and hundreds and maybe up to thousands of tournaments in in the U.S. now and you know some of them are you know just local tournaments some are very large ones which draw two to three thousand people so if you're somebody who really likes to be competitive you can certainly do that there's there's so many options pretty much now in every every state in the union and then you know if you've got the international folks, I, I would say, it, you know, there's some, I, I would say that probably pickleball is growing as fast in Canada as it does in the US, largely because you have so many snowbirds who go down to Florida and Arizona, and that's where pickleball is extremely popular. And interestingly enough, the sport is just starting to take off internationally. The growth isn't quite as explosive as the US, but I would say in another three years, it will be equal if, if not greater. I mean, th- they're even having professional tournaments now in, in Europe. And so, you know, they've got, you know, certainly local tournaments, but now they have some professional tournaments also. So it's just, it's just absolutely going crazy.
1: Well, thank you for that. Well, well, well the other thing is that that sounds potentially easy is the cost here because a lot of the sports can be expensive in gear and, and, you know, everything. It doesn't sound that this is going to be an expensive, you know, you know, take on, I mean, you know, paddles, and I'm sure they're not going to be that expensive. I mean, of course, they get probably, you know, upgraded to different levels, but but in, in in the core of them, they're not going to be that expensive. I'm sure some large surfaces will carry them. Uh, and, you know, in the sports sections, and uh, that will be it. And And then like you said, you can be anywhere, just put a net. You know, put seven feet out on both sides and you have your kitchen and you get to go, <laughs> you know, let's have fun at the beach, you know, it could be anywhere and, and, and parks and even if you don't have formal courts. Uh, now, that's one thing I, 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 I need to clarify um, is is does the ball bounce on the ground or doesn't have to, you know, because, again, just the surface that you play in because that changes dynamics. Um, if it does bounce on the ground, I mean, you probably have, you know, need a, an actual physical court and, and, and things. And if not, they can just be bouncing, you know, the ball on the, on the paddles across the net. So, so I'm assuming it's like tennis, as you said, so it does have to, to, to touch the ground and therefore it has to be solid surface.
0: Very true. Yeah. It, it probably wouldn't work too well on the beach, but, um, you know, if it's a wood gym floor, cause it does have to bounce or, you know, cement that you play on outside or, or your driveway. And that, that's one of the things that was, you know, so great during the worst of the COVID-19 pandemic was that I can't tell you how quickly uh, Amazon and different places sold out of gear to play pickleball because it is something that you can set up in your driveway. It is something if you live in a cul-de-sac that you can set up on the road Mm. and then, you know, you can draw your own lines or, you know, figure out some way to kind of, Get all the lines that you need for the court. And I believe it was the New York Post that really called pickleball the perfect pandemic sport. And it, you know, largely again, because, you know, you can take a family, you know, living at home, stuck in, stuck, you know, at their house during lockdown, set up a court, um, and you're good to go. And, you know, you mentioned earlier kind of the cost. If you want to get started, you can buy a couple paddles and a a couple balls, they have sets probably $50. And you don't need to buy a net necessarily because most parks nowadays will have at least the lines for pickleball courts. If you, if you decide you want a net, you can spend 50 to $100, you know, if you want to be able to play it at your house, but there's, you know, like you said, it, the cost of entry you know there's not a huge barrier like there might be in you know certainly something like golf or skiing you know which is very expensive
1: no that that's excellent so at least at least for the folks and by the way the, the cost can be maybe depends on the country whatever it could be you know 100 bucks can be different you know for value and it depends where you are but if it's a lighter you know uh, you know brunt it, it definitely going to be like fire I mean it's just going to go everywhere and everybody can do it and probably people will be creative with it anyways (laughs) you know you you'll go get you you make your own pedals you know I mean uh but but you never know I mean I've seen that happen before so but but yeah people I mean this is really um an exciting you know opportunity for people to just get familiarized with with this new sport I mean I, I I shouldn't even call it new because you know, when you say 1965, forget about it. There's nothing new about it, <laughs> you know? I mean, maybe not as, as old and, you know, and and, and and known as previous games or like your more, you know, common games, but but it, that's a lot of time that, that's been in existence and uh, it should be more, but you're right. It takes time. And uh, I love the concept that you mentioned, like the pandemic. You're right. I mean, you think about a driveway. That's a perfect, you move the cars, if they're not in the garage, guess what? You have plenty of space to play. And that's exactly where you can do your thing. Um, streets, you know, local streets and developments and things like that. Kids can actually play. Uh, you know, their parents can, can join in. You said even grandparents can be fun, you know. It could be a whole family. I mean, tournament-wise. And you're right. This could be something where uh, people can compete, you know. Uh, and you said already there's, there's championships and things like that that people are, you know, involved in around the world. Uh, you said Canada is picking up. I mean, obviously I can see people taking it from, from the States and going there. And like, like right now, it's a bad winter. I'm assuming all the indoors places will probably have activities and some people cannot do a real tennis match. Cause it's a lot in, of intensity on, on their bodies and, you know, their, their cardio, whatever, then this could be a good alternative. So it's pretty good. Um, so, so the, the the equipment do you know where it's it's sold today like you know you mentioned amazon but you know i know amazon everything has <laughs> they have everything <laughs> you can imagine it they probably have it but but like you know in the local you know uh, walmart and stuff i i don't know if i've seen it at walmart you know and um, you know there's plenty of them around me in jersey so uh, but but like in other places i mean i'm sure it's going to get in about close enough to where you can find it at you know uh, any sports you know place or even regular stores, you know, uh, it could happen. I don't know.
0: (laughs) You're right. You know, it's when I bought my paddle just about three and a half years ago, I think I went to Dick's Sporting Goods. So, you know, definitely any large sports retailer, probably anywhere that sells tennis rackets nowadays, Mm -hmm. they're going to have pickleball paddles too. And that was really the great thing, you know, when I first got started. And I think it kind of shows you just kind of the, the vibe of the game. I when I learned about pickleball, I went to the local gym just just to watch. You know, I, I Googled it at first, watched it on YouTube. And then I'm like, yeah, I think I probably really like that because I had played some racquetball, a little bit of tennis. And so I went to the gym just to watch. And I kind of peeked my head in the door and somebody immediately came up and said, Hey, do you want to come try try the game? And I'm like you know what, I I don't have a paddle. And and they're like, oh, they they're like, oh, that's okay. So they dig in their bag, they pull out a pickleball paddle, and they're like, here, you know, come and come and play. And so I didn't play a game, but I, I just hit the ball for five or ten minutes and the people were just incredibly friendly. So immediately after I played, I went to Dick's Sporting Goods and and bought myself a paddle. And you know, at the time when I bought my paddle there, they probably had maybe a half dozen paddles that you could choose from you know, now they probably have 50. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy.
1: I'm sure all, all the, the companies that actually manufacture these, these sporting, you know, equipment are going to be all in it. I mean, it's coming up. I mean, you want to have a piece of the pie, right? So you're going to get involved in it. I mean, I'm sure even like some of the brands like Nike's and all these guys, you know, they uh, usually get into all the sports gear and this is going to be a good way for them. Unless there's going to be a you know, sometimes like, you know, some companies, especially this, specialize in some sports specifically and they have like the best equipment maybe there's something that's going to come up with that as well so let's see Uh, now now you mentioned something interesting the idea of someone with no physical background or no type of you know activity sports background can really engage in this and still have fun you know that's that I think that's the biggest piece about this you don't have to to know anything you can just dabble with it, have some fun with it, and then slowly but surely get you know good at it because I mean, eventually you will. Uh, it's just a matter of time. But so it's not like you know something that is intimidating. Like you play basketball, I mean, you get in the court, people are gonna be like all over you. You're not gonna know where to start if you haven't played before, right? I mean, this you can just play, and yeah, you just you're probably gonna miss a couple of hits, but soon enough you'll be able to just you know do it and and just enjoy it. So I think that's a big difference in maybe some other sports i mean you take on soccer or football or any of those you need to know exactly what you're doing it's a lot of strategy and things i mean i'm sure there's strategy here because you want to get that ball across and and make sure that they don't take it back (laughs) but but it's just a little less you know in terms of intensity and everybody gets the concept of uh, racquetball concept of tennis you know in a way i mean all the sports almost volleyball they all kind of feel the same way you got to get on the other side you know and, and 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 win right but but there's less intensity here. So I think it makes it a lot easier for everyone to participate. And again, we talked about ages, but I think also about just your own background. You don't have to be fit really to do this. Uh, if you want to lose, like we talk about losing weight, for example, it's a big, you know, discussion always on, on the Fit and Fab channel, you know, weight loss is big. And, you know, sometimes there are a lot of recommendation to walk and do some activities that are less intense and, and gradually get into it. And this could be just the beginning of something that you can do that's fine. Yet you can see the results you want. And I think if you do this long enough and and, and more, more uh, I guess, frequently, you're probably going to see quick results because as long as you're moving your body and doing, you're going to burn some calories and you're definitely going to have, to your point, the average person, we recommend to walk a half hour at least, you know, especially as, you know, folks age. Uh, three times a week, that's usually what the recommended rate, right? And if someone's playing three, four hours a day, just having fun, I mean, providing they have the time, <laughs> you know, that's going to make a difference for them. But but really, it's, it's going to help also their 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 mental, physical heart rate inside out. I mean, it's a full package. So that's a great thing. Um, anything to add to that?
0: Absolutely, I have talked to, I would say literally three to four people on the Pickleball Fire podcast, who have lost 50, 75, 100 pounds playing pickleball really without even trying. You know, it's, it's largely because they had been living very sedentary lives and they heard about this game that's fun. Like you mentioned, you do not need any type of athletic background to be able to start to play and you will still have fun. I always like to say, if you can you know, take a ball, take a a plastic ball and throw it underhanded and over the net, then you can play pickleball. So it is something which, you know, not just the cost is a low barrier to entry, but also the physical skills that, that are needed. And what'll typically happen, and I can't tell you, tell you how many times this has happened, you know, to me is that, you know, somebody will be new to the game and, you know, Whereas I was the one watching the first day, you know, somebody's over there on the sidelines and you invite them to play and you teach them the rules and you hand them a paddle. And so it's, you know, it, like you mentioned before, it is not a really, not only not an intimidating game, it's really not an intimidating environment. It's a very inviting, very inclusive environment. So it's just, you know, if you haven't, ever played a sport, just, you know, it's definitely worth giving it a shot. If you've played a sport, I can pretty much guarantee you'll love it. If you've played a any type of racket sport, you know, all you have to do is just get past the name and and you should be good to go.
1: <laughs> Listen, I mean, I love the name. It's a, it's, a, it's a cute name. It's fun. And you know what, why not? Right? I mean, volleyball. Hey, <laughs> you know, some things I've just I mean, when you think about it, football, you play with your feet you know volley, you just, there's volleys so again i mean you can you can you know just kind of almost define certain things based on what they are this was was a little different but the story behind it makes you know a good sense if it started exactly with that and so hey why not uh, so so you talked about the the rules uh, what are some of the key rules that people would need to learn and you know if they're going to play for the first time Let's pretend, you know, just they just go and they hear the show right now. They buy from Amazon a set and they just want to play. I'm sure it's going to come with some instructions, but we'll be like some of the things that they would probably need to know in terms of rules.
0: You know, I would go ahead and, you know, you'll, you'll hear about the kitchen, which we talked about in terms of that rule. There's also another rule called the double bounce rule. And what that means is that if I serve the ball over the net, the opposing team has to let the ball bounce. And then they have to and then they return it. And then that's one bounce. And then the the returning team hits it back to me who's the server. And again, the ball has to bounce. So that's the second bounce. And the reason for that is to equalize the game again. So if you think about tennis, the server's got this huge advantage, you know, cause they can hit this big powerful serve and the returner, you know, might have some difficulty returning it. Whereas in pickleball, you know, when this, when I hit my serve, I should also mention that basically the serve is an underhand serve. So you do not get a big advantage of, you know, hitting that really hard serve like you do in tennis. And so they, everything kind of with the rules is meant to have an equalizing. So no team or no athletic body type, you know, if you're tall, you know, have a big advantage over anybody else. And that's, that's why I've got people that I've talked to on the podcast and who are very high level amateur players and they're in their seventies. And I said, well, you know, can you play against people in the same division who are in their 20s and they said oh yeah game game for game you know i'll beat them or i'm right there and they said the only drawback once you get to your 70s is that you, <laughs> you might get you. a little yeah well you might well it's, it's actually over time you might get a little tired right. in the semifinals and the finals if you make it that far because the way most uh, pickleball tournaments are structured you play pretty much, you know, if you're playing mixed doubles or men's doubles or women's doubles, you play that whole day, just one division. So if you get to the finals, you can easily be playing seven, eight hours. I mean, it's it is endurance. I mean, it, it is not a sprint. If, <laughs> you could do some sprinting during the game. But you really do have to have be in pretty good shape. You know, it, but that's for the serious players.
1: Well, that that's an excellent point. Because if you if you really start as, as for fun, right? and you start picking this up as a habit and you're doing it, I mean, you actually are building your stamina, your cardio, you're your getting good at it. And if over time, you will be able to manage to go through the whole tournament without, you know, sweat. I mean, certainly age will have, you know, some, I mean, to a degree, not. Oh, I don't want to make that a rule because age may not necessarily be a, a handicap or or disability or any type of hindr- you know hindrance to anyone because you can do it at any given age, uh, you know. And and that I've seen people do terrific stuff at you know and, and, and really really advanced age, and they're actually better than some of the younger folks, you know. So things. so, but but you're right. It's just a matter of if you really can do this and you playing this, you probably are good at it. Eventually, if you're going to get into a tournament, you're going to be able to make it through. Uh, and so that's actually a great thing to, to hear because, uh, you know, this is something I, I want to do with, you know, uh, my kids. I want to make sure, like, even my mom and, and all the folks would love to, to have them play with me. I don't know if my mom can do it, but <laughs> she's uh, got her own indices, but But the idea is that will be something that can possibly, you know, entertain other folks that may otherwise not be interested in any physical activity. This can get them into it. I can just see them like, oh, let's do this. I think I, we can get you, and then and you you throw in some fun in there, and I think it's just gonna be some good. Now you said something about you know tournaments and professionals, and you mentioned even ESPN. I didn't even know that this this will be played on ESPN. I didn't think that they would have it, but but that's a great thing to hear because now people can actually watch some serious games and see and. Like everything else, I'm sure this thing is gonna get even more intense, and people are gonna take it to the next level and the next level, and it's gonna become more competitive and more, you know, crazier. and And that would be great. I mean, trophies, tournaments, world cups, and you never know. I mean, this this is this can be the next generation. You know, literally sport. And it's happening. This is this is what I'm hearing. I'm I, I'm getting it. You know, from your vibe, this is gonna be one of the key plays and sports in the US and probably in the world in, in just due time and in the next few years. Uh, and and I think the pandemic did contribute to that because you're right, a lot of people may have picked it up. Um, people were just couldn't go anywhere. So something that you can do at home and. People actually looked for equipment during the pandemic, couldn't find it. So, something like this can be easily kind of <laughs> made or created or potentially, you know, potentially, you know, uh, you know, bought from somewhere. But at the end of the day, could have you know made a difference, and I'm sure it did in a lot of lives. So that's a that's a big deal. Now I want to ask you a question about your podcast. <laughs> so, uh, so what is it called? Pickle Fire Podcast.
0: Pickleball Fire.
1: Pickleball Fire. So I love that. I mean, now you, how long you've had that podcast for?
0: Just uh, about a year and three or four months. So it's, uh, it was something that started during the pandemic. Uh, You know, at at the time, I actually was, you know, pretty, you know, definitely was it was just getting into the cold weather season here in Connecticut. And I was, you know, wasn't doing anything wasn't going anywhere, you know, I was pretty depressed. And I realized I had all this time on my hands. So That's how I started the podcast, but then just just like the sport, I mean, the podcast really, really took off. And typically on Mondays, I'll do an episode where I talk to a professional player or somebody who's an instructor and is giving tips that can help your game. And then on Thursday, I'll talk uh, talk to somebody from the industry. You know, it could be a, a paddle manufacturer, could be somebody who's running tournaments you know, just, you know, something a little bit different that, um, you know, kind of, kind of rounds out the week. And then interestingly enough, I found that I had so much content with the podcast that I decided to start a magazine. So I also have the Pickleball Fire magazine nice. and uh, write up the interviews from the show. And actually I had the opportunity to, to partner with the International Federation of Pickleball which is the group that is going to bring pickleball to the Olympics. So now Pickleball Fire Magazine is their official publication. And so it's really, you know, in terms of the international aspect of the sport, I think the IFP now has 70, 70 member countries. So they are well on their way to doing all the things that are needed to make pickleball an Olympic sport.
1: Wow, that is impressive. And I have to commend you for it. I mean, that's great stuff. And less than a year. I mean, you've taken it to a whole different level. And, uh, you know, uh, rightfully so it's well deserved. And uh, I mean, literally talking about the, the industry talking about some of the key players tips and stuff like that. and Now, even in the olympic you know potential it and the magazine that's that's great achievement so folks as you listen and watch please do check out the podcast and you know follow in and and see how this can you know benefit you and you can learn from the professionals that come on the podcast and uh, definitely learn also about you know the different tips and you know plays and and and, and just the next you know level where it's going uh, and that's going to be a great thing so uh Definitely check it out. And and I will have actually the description or the link to, to it in the description of the show. So people can uh, click on and just transfer to you. (laughs) So, so let me ask you I know you play um, and um, you've, you've adopted this as your thing. Have you seen any uh, yourself in your health, any benefits, you know, from it that, that, that really are worth, you know, I guess uh, talking about?
0: You know, my experience is really interesting with pickleball because what I would say about that is, uh, I guess it was about eight years ago. I tore my ACL mm-hmm. and I was, th- which is a ligament in my knee. And, and I chose not to give, get surgery because it's a year long recovery. And I, I, at that point in my life, I just said, okay, I'm not going to do that. Now the drawback with about not getting the surgery is that you know, I can, I can walk, I can run, but you're really not supposed to do any activity, which involves pivoting or side to side. So anything that's a court sport, which is largely what I played and enjoyed, you know, I, I kind of gave, gave all of them up for five to six years. And when I looked at pickleball, I thought, you know, as you as you move up in levels, you you know, it does require a lot of movement on the court. But when I first got started, I looked at the game and I thought, I really don't have to move that much. I think with my knee, I can do that. And so for for me, the game completely changed what I was doing in my life. Now I was, you know, I was, I'm always somebody who I can't sit still for more than an hour or so I've got to get up and do something active. So that's why I wasn't too worried about not being able to play court sports is because I can always find something to do, whether it's lift weights, you know, walk, what have you, ride a bike and, um, pickleball totally. It changed my life because it brought me back to what I had been doing my whole life, except for those five years. Um, so for me, just a huge, not only physical benefit, but mental benefit too, because you know when i'm active that's truly what i enjoy doing is being on some type of court with some type of ball
1: well that's an inspirational you know story right there and motivation story right there cuz to your point i mean something that happened to you and almost prevented you from doing something you love here comes pickleball and kind of gets you back into your you know whatever you enjoyed. And, and that's a big deal. Uh, You, you, you clearly stated something about the mental health and uh, you know, most people sometimes don't connect the two mental health is really, you know, the driver behind a lot of things your mental health is good everything else can be good your physical health will be also in in part with that so it's important to to work those and and something that can can change your life for better and get you that mental you know healthy and get you like real in the right spirits that's going to be a big deal a big life changer so so listen i mean we don't have to say more about that i think i think the, the story is clear the message is clear we want people to start discovering this. And, and I mean, you're probably discovering if you're listening to this, but let's get to it. Let's see if you can enjoy it, pick it up and make it a fun thing for the family and, uh, you know, and friends. And again, I will definitely once the weather gets a little better, I, I think I'm going to use this also in, in, in team building and, and getting people out there and doing some some activities with the crew. And that will be fun. So, uh, I think that's a big deal and, um, it's, it's, it's all good. You know, it's a, it's a win-win for all. You get your health, you get your mental, you get some fun, you get to socialize. You said it all earlier, but social aspect of it, you know, you probably can meet people that you have not met on the court. And that's usually what happens in sports and, and some of these activities. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're in the indoors or you're in the outdoors. I mean, that means you're in a better area in terms of air and so on and so forth. So, it, it's got all these benefits. I don't think there's anything now. The only thing I want to ask is, obviously we're not doctors, we're not going to talk about that. But are there any limitations or anything that you know obviously depends on the intensity of the person's health? You know, there might be some, you know, potential where there's a risk. Obviously, people we have to tell them as a disclaimer, everything that they do in fitness, you always consult with your you know provider and your your physicians before you, you know, <laughs> enterprise and anything, because then, you know, do not go crazy. And, and then, you know, you hurt yourself. You have to make sure, like you said, if you have joints problems, you know, anything that could be risky, where you're going to hurt yourself, you know, always double check before you get into these, uh, you know, uh, whatever sport or activities you do. So that's just the, the one thing I was, I wanted to add to that. Um, anything else uh, on your side?
0: You know, what I would say is that If you are looking to have some fun and get some exercise in a way that doesn't feel like exercise, you know, get up off that couch and try pickleball. My guess is that, you know, 99% of the people who try it will continue to play it and stay with it. So it, it couldn't be more fun, more social, more inclusive. So, um, you know, just, just, um, go out and try the game.
1: Well, listen. With those words, I think you know we, we've covered a lot of grounds. Uh, I appreciate it. I mean, we've we've literally uh, pretty much shed light on what the game is and who can play and what where to do it, and and it's all the aspects of the game. So, so folks, again, you're watching, you're listening. Uh, this is a good opportunity try it out try it out there's nothing to lose and you're probably going to have fun with it i'm going to try it out <laughs> maybe i'll take some some videos and post them on my media Like, hey, i took on ball here so let's do that um and you know it would be fun i mean for people to do this um so folks again uh, first of all then thank you for for being with us and sharing your your real love and passion about you know this particular sport and uh you, you've done a terrific job already promoting out there and you continue to do that and i'll track you as well on your podcast and make sure that we listen to some of the stuff that's out, uh, available there and uh, folks thank you for your time for watching with us and listening on iHealth Radio and I'm your host Hurricane H uh, with Lynn and we'll talk soon different show different topic different guests bye for now